0: It's Indianapolis Center. Do you one one test, test
1: sure. operation in the restricted area 2508? Aries 31, Roger. Traffic is quite luminous and is exhibiting some non-ballistic motion, over.
0: Roger, Aries 31. Continue to sound at your discretion, over. Okay, center. The traffic is approaching head on, alter bright,
2: and really moving. They're right by us right now. There are a thousand UFO sightings reported around the world every month. 90% of these sightings can be explained, but 10% cannot. This is Mac Maloney's Military X-Files. And now, here's Mac Maloney. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Mac
3: Maloney's Military X-Files Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. What a show we have for you tonight. But first, girls, sit yourselves down. Start fanning yourself. Get your big box of cleans, big box of wipes, squeegee, and your lube. His very famous one-one is here,
0: one Hello, Mac. Hello, girls. Welcome to the show. I'm glad to be here, Mac. Thanks for the invitation once again. I mean, you know, I, I know I'm part of the show, but
3: it's an automatic entity. It's still
0: a privilege to be here. Thank you with very much. For you, the great author of it's so many books. Should it, I list them?
3: Uh, if you want.
0: <laughs> hey, I like God's Satellite. I liked it.
3: Thank you
4: very much. And, and JJ, could you list how many of those books you've actually read? He actually read
3: well, one of my books the three. other day. I he did, think. It's yeah. Well, that's not bad. He surprised the hell um, out of me that he actually read it. But um, you can see all the connections in there, right? <laughs> you see a few familiar people in there? Anyway. Yeah.
0: Um, that's not the, I, didn't, I didn't expect uh, Mister Greco to be in. Yeah, there. neither did yes, he. By the way. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway,
3: um, so uh, that's the God satellite on sale everywhere. By my Uh So, one um, one, you joined us. Well, let's we'll talk about the Exeter UFO festival when we're all on board. But uh, we had quite a time this weekend. But let me, let me move on. No coconuts saving the planet, but a world traveler and national correspondent. Switchblade place, is here. Switchy.
4: It is great to be here tonight. Now, look—if I nod off, just uh, you know, uh, uh, give me a jab in the ribs, and I'll, I'll come back. <laughs> okay. okay, all
3: right, we'll do that. Good to know. All right, you have your special effects, and back here, you have the fan working on the. I, I, uh,
4: I, I do. I've got Lester back there doing the uh, moving the uh, the background.
5: Hmm.
3: Okay. It's Very impressive switch, I got to say. Um, I want to ask you about your uh, cats in a second. <laughs> That voice you hear chuckling in the studio, in the house, your former mechanic, Al Ronaldo. Al.
6: Hello, Mac. Hello, everyone. And and for the record, my cats are doing okay.
3: Okay. (laughs) But that's it. You know, every time we mention cat, I cut it out. So,
0: give me a break. Uh, Slash, get away. And Al is uh, sitting uh, conveniently facing the door in case uh, Bob the Ghost walks by. Well, you know. I've
6: seen that door close itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On more than one occasion. And it's very interesting because all of a sudden—
3: it opened itself the other night. <laughs> yeah.
6: Um, I closed it and it was open a few minutes later. It's not a door that opens. And there's no drafts
0: in there that will do that. And that door is yeah. you so hear the bell. It, it doesn't open or close. I'm, I'm
6: actually a little concerned because Max got oh, a yeah. bag down near the, you know, like that carry bag he keeps all his stuff in, is sitting near the door. If, yeah. if Bob goes by, it's an easy okay. grab on the
3: way by. Well, he can have it, man. I've been long, that stuff around for, you know, 10 years. Anyway, uh, also with us is... Uh, our favorite good witch up there in sideways Near Raven, is with us. Raven,
7: hello, my friends. Thank you so much for having wow. me. Wow,
3: how can I describe this? Look, now you got the cap on with the. Is this the guy from uh, your persona from the Bronx or something, Isaac?
7: No, that's the beanie. Oh, the beanie. Okay, that's I'm sorry. Jacob from Queens. Okay, all right.
3: Where's my drums? <laughs> that would have been the perfect place. So, what is this? Tell us about this.
7: Uh, this was uh, didn't wash my hair this morning, mm-hmm. and it's like about i don't know four billion degrees
5: in
7: yeah the- okay oh cut that out i'm sorry i didn't mean that's to say okay. that that's all right. uh, bleep that okay in <laughs> sideways new york mm. so um i there wasn't a whole lot i could really do today so this, this is. is it but this is my new hat that i got okay at pixie's concert that i went to oh. this is this is the opener this is a modest mouse hat uh, listen, we should cool.
3: do a show on the Pixies because I don't get them. We had that long discussion with Matt Malley the other day. I don't get them. What do you get? What's, it's just a lot of noise and not not a lot of music.
7: Man, you're, you're no missing folky, out. You're missing out. It's they're they're so good. They played "Hey," which I wasn't expecting them to play "Hey" because mm. it's such a short song. Is it "Hey"? H a like? I mean, they just put on a show. And mm. I actually met someone there. Um, I said he was an older guy, and I was like, "Oh, I like your shirt." It was like the Pixie shirt with um, like the the uh, Spuds Mackenzie dog on it. <laughs> and we got to okay. talking. He went to college with um, uh, oh my god, I can't think of their names, but the Dude. two that were in Boston, like where it all started. What Kim Deal didn't live in Boston. Aerosmith. He went to college with them, Like yeah, he was yeah. Day, they, and, like you we were just they, talking.
3: They had a they had a Boston connection. I remember that. Uh, Pixies. But 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 yeah, That's kind I, of where
7: everything like they. I guess that's like where they went to college and whatever.
3: Yeah, it's probably Boston BC. Went to BU, together place. Place. BU or BC. And
7: then they really got their um uh they the attraction traction in Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Where I could it see that.
0: up. That's a good story. I like uh I yeah. like local stories like that. And yeah, you know, it was cool. Like you know, I, I just got to talk to them. And...
7: Yeah. 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 And I met a guy from Scotland and he looked like Mike Myers.
0: <laughs> oh, maybe it
3: wasn't. Very
7: him. funny <laughs> since Mike Myers, I'm pretty sure, is from Scotland.
3: Well, okay. If this guy was funny, it wasn't Mike Myers. Let's so we have one more hour.
1: <laughs> Training
5: us all t-
3: tonight is our security chief, Willie Club. Willie, how you doing?
1: Hi, Mac. Hi, gang. It's going to be a good show tonight. I can feel it.
3: Wow. Okay, <laughs> cool. How's things with you? What do you think about the Pats, Patriots? They're going to be really bad this year.
1: What? Yeah, they're gonna, um, let's, They're not going to craft a good team. Ooh. Oh,
0: wow. Juju's going to float on him or something, and I want to see that.
1: Exploding
0: knees? Yep, he's got a bad knee, and they, they, they the pundits are saying, he's got a knee that oh. could explode on it. Who are you talking about? Juju... Juju... Uh, Schuster? Sh- who's the receiver they got? Yeah, right? Re- oh,
3: you know what? I, hey, I, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that is happens. Is this
7: football we're talking about? Yes, it is. <laughs> Baseball? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Football. Is there a lot of jumping in football? <laughs>
5: No, but uh, no. Like no, not on the fields. <laughs> <laughs>
7: right, here we go. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> um, there's a South Park episode where Kyle has exploding knees, but it's uh not because of bad joints. <laughs> oh, what?
3: That's a Seinfeld. I will have to look That's that up. South no, South Park. Oh, South Park. Park. Okay, now it, now it makes sense.
7: Oh my god, it's so funny.
3: So anyway, uh, club, what do you think of uh, switches here? You um, actually met him over the weekend, and the first thing you did was pull his hair. You're convinced now he's not wearing a piece.
1: Um, not really. <laughs> I feel like there's all sorts of glues out there.
3: Oh, really? Yeah, okay. All right. Sorry about that, Switchy. <laughs> I thought the proof would be in
4: the pudding, but apparently not. I'm
1: not convinced. I'm not convinced.
4: But, uh, you know, some people are continually in denial. Hmm. And that's not a river
3: in a Egypt. A river in Egypt. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> I'm doing your material for you there, club. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, hey, listen. We have an interesting show tonight. Uh, Super fan Susan Coppola is going to be joining us. She has 10 questions of Raven. I can't wait. We also have
0: the top 10. Is it Coppola or is it Coppola? I don't know. I I can't get it right.
3: I believe
6: it's
0: Coppola. Coppola? I thought
7: it was Coppola.
0: Like uh, like the director. Like Francis Ford. Right.
3: And we have a top 10. And Switch has a report. Now, um, why don't we do the top ten now, and then we will talk about the Exeter uh, UFO Festival, which the McElhinney Show actually closed it on Sunday. We did the show from the stage of this really big, cool festival in Exeter, New Hampshire. And that show will be on in a few weeks. We have a lot of fun. A lot of strange things happen to us, of course. But that's uh, that's where the fun comes in. Anyway, in um, Raven and— um, one joined us on Zoom, which was kind of cool. But the weird thing was, like I said before, the, the 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 projector is like right in my eyes. I couldn't even see my notes, never mind you guys in back of us. You know, I think they should have split the screen. But hey, we had a good time, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah.
3: And Switchy drove up it. from West. Virginia. It seemed like it only
0: lasted, you know, a short period of time. It's like, wow, it's I over. swear, yeah, it I went
7: know, by in like the blink of an eye. Yeah, I, that's I, what I, she I, said.
3: I don't understand. <laughs> uh, yeah, it. it and you, I mean, I was trying to keep my eye on the clock, but I'm thinking, but it, but it seemed to me to be rolling right along because it was the show, it was. you know what I mean? And um, anyway, we had a good time. People seemed to- well, We took uh, one break. Enjoy. We took one break. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's what we'll talk a little bit about later on. But, Ray, why don't we get to tonight's top 10 list, speaking of our appearance at Exit
7: Yes, you sent me top 10 reasons why the gang might not be invited back to the Exeter UFO Festival. (laughs) Top 10 reasons why
3: we might not be invited back. Okay, please uh, stop the music now. Raven, please, number 10.
7: Number 10, club stripping down to his boxers to quote unquote warm up the crowd really didn't go over. Remember
5: that? That was was
3: actually pretty bad as it turned The Club, why did you do that club? you, You disrobed in front of 150 people.
7: In-
1: um, I just wanted to show them a real-life UFO. <laughs>
3: okay, <laughs> identified. Right we get it. Uh, please, number nine. Right? Oh
7: my god, <laughs> I'll spit my beer out. Um, <laughs> number nine. Uh, when the Kiwanis see wait, when the Koanas see Max Bar Tab. No,
3: wait, wait. Because oh, <laughs> uh, actually, the UFO festival is put on by the Kiwanis, uh Children's uh, Fund. They do a lot of work. They sent me a list of the charities that they're involved in. And, uh, you know, it's really good, you know, just helping out kids who don't have homes and, you know, don't have enough to eat. shouldn't have to do that for anyone in this country, but there are people like that. And uh, the Qantas Club of Exeter really does a lot of really good work, and thank you for having us there. Uh, let's continue making fun of them, however, though. Please. <laughs> yeah. uh,
7: number eight. Uh, promising that aliens would come down and finally reveal themselves during our talk was probably overreaching. Right. I told you not to do that, Matt. I don't know
5: why you did <laughs> nice. it.
7: Was, we, yeah, okay. Raven is usually hey, right.
3: We took a shot.
6: And, Maybe that's why Willie took his pants down. Uh,
3: it didn't have, well, you know, they were kind of at <laughs> the same time frame. Good for him for misdirection. Nice, please. This is uh, top ten reasons why we might not be back Invited to the UFO Festival. next nice right. year.
7: Um, Number seven. Switchblade constantly yelling, drinks are on Mac, became awkward and then uncomfortable.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for me. Wait a minute.
7: What
4: was I yelling?
3: <laughs> drinks are on Mac. Drinks
7: are on Mac.
4: Do you remember that? Hmm. I, I, I must, It must be a fugue. I don't quite remember. Okay. Right. Next. Why don't we move on?
7: Um. Next, number six. Uh, the crowd was too mesmerized by Peter Robbins that they didn't pay attention to us.
3: Yes or no? Next, that's inside. Well, where well, they could see him. Yeah. Well,
5: oh! 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 Oh!
7: Fighting words. All right, number five. Um, while the farmer's kitchen farmer's kitchen girls showing up in bikinis demanding to see one one was funny at first. It got tired real quick.
3: You know, believe it or not, it did. <laughs> Next, please. Oh, man. Um,
7: number four. Uh, it was not a good look when the Exeter police sent Lois a text saying, blink twice if you're in danger. <laughs> Reverse 911? 9-1- <laughs> <is that laughs> Lois has the Exeter police in her phone <laughs> well, and they yeah. have her phone. Somehow they
6: got <laughs> it. It was a right. reverse 911 thing. <laughs>
3: wow. Yes. Okay. Uh,
7: nice, um, please. Or- number three, right? Yes, three. Switchy so made so much money in the book room. The IRS is going to be up our ass.
3: Nice going, Switch. <laughs> 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 He's not saying anything. No comment. Sorry, I got a lawyer. Okay, is this done? Go ahead, please, right?
7: Number, uh, two. number two uh the way things are going next year though there will be more chinese spies than in the audience than ufo fans
3: okay. <laughs> a little inside okay and number one
7: number one reason the gang might not be invited back to the exeter ufo festival where the f- was raven
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> well you know all that, the money i made is going to charity uh, is it for really a yeah men.
3: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? The That's Mothman Fund. Is that uh, LLC? LLC You should be. So look at wow! Huh, huh. So um, yeah, we were at the actually um, the UFO festival in Wisconsin. We want to just thank them for inviting us there. Uh, Valerie Lafaso, mm-hmm. our friend, was uh, open the show. Peter Robbins, our friend, was there, and they had a number of people there who had had encounters, and you know, it seemed kind of cool. Yeah.
0: I wish I was there in person because I do like the environment, the vibe. The vibe, yes. I like yeah. Valerie. It's funny. You get a kick out of Peter.
3: Have to uh, get some kind of air conditioning system in the old town hall yeah. or fans or something because I think that drives uh, some people away, frankly, you know? I mean, sure. it was
6: hot. It was not always <coughs> hot, but the, you know, they tried to open the windows
3: and keep the shades down. Yeah, not, but
6: not then, working. You know, all the bikes going by and the loud cars, and I mean, it made for a, you know,
3: it, it got pretty vicious there for a while. Way too many bikes. There were um, a lot of people in the town itself. You know what I mean, walking around and going in and out of the shops, and all the shops get into it. You know, having UFO burgers and selling a lot of uh, you know kind of UFO stuff. And it's fun. It was a nice. It was a nice day if you were outside. You know, but we all fun. Yeah. once again. Thank you for the corners for inviting us. Don't listen to the rest of the show or the beginning of the show. Maybe you'll invite us again. So let's see. What are we going to do? Why don't we take a commercial break now? And uh, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Military Exile Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Uh, Please stay tuned. The whole gang is here. Please stay tuned.
8: UFOs are found in Renaissance art, on ancient coins, and etched on cave walls. They're even reported in the Bible. But more surprising is when UFOs are seen the most in times of war. Through centuries, thousands of UFO sightings have been made by high-ranking officials, military pilots, and ordinary soldiers. Often, these fantastic appearances occur at the height of great battles. From World War I to D-Day to Korea, Vietnam, and beyond, military investigators are baffled. Why do UFO sightings spike so drastically during wartime? Could it be mistaken aircraft? Or is someone, or something, looking in on us? In UFOs in wartime, What they didn't want you to know, Mac Maloney chronicles centuries of these incredible sightings and tries to solve the puzzle of why so many UFOs are seen while humanity is at war. Read about the scare ships, the ghost planes, and the ghost rockets, alien giants in the jungles of Vietnam, UFOs controlling our ICBM bases, dogfights with flying saucers during the Gulf War, and more. 300 pages of unbelievable stories, along with many startling photographs. That's UFOs and Wartime, What They Didn't Want You to Know by Mac Maloney, on sale at your local bookstore or on Amazon.com.
3: Show here on the Distance Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. What a show we have for you tonight. The first girls. Juan Juan is here.
0: Hello, girls. Hello, Mac. Glad to be on the show. Glad to be here. Glad to be anywhere, as a matter of fact.
3: Everything okay with you? Across the it's pond. Good for the soul.
0: The puddle. Yeah, across the pond here. It's uh, also hot like it is in the east coast really? right there. And it's unusual. Uh it's gonna be uh, let's see, twenty-five to thirty degrees C Celsius. That's uh you're already do, lost you me. do the math. It's going to be warm. Huh. To us New Englanders, to us New, Eng- Engl- New Englander expats, it's no big deal. To mm-hmm. the UK, living on the island here. It's a big deal. Oh, my God. It's so hot. Because most of the homes don't have air conditioning at all. See, that's that's wrong. You it's don't... not a thing. Air conditioning is not a thing, except in you know, supermarkets. And that's weird. Like yeah, that. That, yeah, I can see that. But... Even a lot of restaurants that don't have AC.
3: Oh, forget that, man. I, got, I live with AC crazy. these days. Anyway, well, they're, they're kind of crazy people, though we have a lot of listeners in the UK, Fair. so thank you for listening to us. Uh, also no. with us, no cocoa time, but uh, Switchblade Steve Ward is here, switch here, with 1,800 more miles under his belt. Switch.
4: Oh, man, and, and let me tell you, the uh, I, I broke up the trip in uh, over uh, two days. Yes. And the first night I stayed uh, about, I, I, found, I didn't know it at the time, but I found out later I was about a half hour from Strange Ways, New York so, in a place called I mean, I mean, sideways New York. Sideways a place New called York. Strange ways, New York.
3: Strange ways, New York. I think
4: oh, I've heard that's that. that's only
7: like a thirty-minute drive. You should yes. text me. Was,
4: well, the, the thing nice is thing. that uh, you know, I don't. You wouldn't want some uh, some uh, old geriatric guy in desperate need of a shower, who would have uh, <laughs> gone up every <laughs> every hour on the half hour to use a latrine. So I uh, I was I was compassionate. Wow. And I thought it was nice. I, I actually didn't know at the time. It was as I was going the next day, I thought. I wonder where, it, you know, I checked uh, Google Sideways, New York, and I found oh, holy crap. Yeah. I was uh, really about 30 minutes away.
3: Wow. Huh. Yeah. Within, within stalking range, interest.
5: Wow. Yeah, within stalking range,
4: <laughs> certainly. But but uh, actually, I was uh, really way too tired to stalk anything. Stock anything, so, interesting. Except <laughs> a
3: nap. And some French toast, as it turns out. Let me introduce the rest <laughs> of the gang, and then we'll explain it. Uh, also in the studio with us in the house is getaway driver and UFO mechanic. Al and Albo. Hello, Mac. Hello, everyone. Al made a big splash at the UFO Festival. He put the sign up.
0: Uh, <laughs> Is that a dunk tank there?
6: No. no there was, at one of the uh, local um, gas stations, there was a big sign out front that said, We service your UFO. There you go. See? And uh, oh. so on the way out, Al's place. I stopped and had my wife take a picture of me standing under the sign, and I...
3: Oh, good. texted
6: it to mac just because we'll put it up in the web. it was too silly not to
3: yeah right it made sense to me after a while <laughs> exactly. perfect uh also with us is um our uh, favorite good witch up there in sideways John raven how are you tonight
7: hello my friends i'm doing great Thanks for having me
3: a very interesting attire tonight got the backwards cap on and uh that's all we can see yeah, she's
0: very she's very punk rock tonight yeah, All punk park.
3: Right. Yeah. And phone. the cap
6: is yellow, so it's Okay.
3: It's funny, from from this angle it looks like she's a miner. What that and that's the helmet oh, and that's the, the light. You know, so okay. <laughs> Salt mines as it turns out. There you go. Social. And also with us tonight is our security chief, Willie Club. Willie, how you doing?
1: Hey Mac, doing great. Okay.
3: What's new with you? How are you guys? what's new with you, with our Club?
1: Oh, not much. Um I had a great breakfast today.
3: What did what did you have for breakfast, Club?
1: Um, I had a um, a cannibal omelet <laughs> okay, <clears throat> all right, no with the side of fingers and not chicken.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you can tell, that is not Club. Uh, we don't think so. But it's the Black Eyed Kid joining us tonight, filling in for Club. Let's, you know, we have to. Yeah, we don't want we don't want him mad at us. How are you tonight, Kid?
1: I'm doing great.
3: Okay. And living
1: the dream. Living
3: the dream. Yeah. Wow. It looks it. And um, uh, is <laughs> I don't want to say is anything new. I mean, any arrests in the you know last few months? Any arrests? Arraignment. Arrest. Oh,
1: no, no, because I kept my cardio up and I ran pretty good away from the. Authority. Oh, really?
3: Oh, no, that's good. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I've seen the Boston cops every time you know I see one, I say that's the guy I want chasing me. He's going to make it ten feet and then boom, you know,
6: so, over. That's the uh, well, either, either We can't run that far. Or he's going to find a donut shop. Which one? Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if a
3: donut shop comes up before catching me, he'll just take a, a right turn. Anyway. Uh, thank you, uh, kid, for joining us tonight. Joining us in the festivities. Okay. What What are you wearing? I have to ask you. It, it looks like a strapless gown or something. What are you wearing? Can you stand up for a second?
1: Yes, I'm wearing my Norman Bates mom outfit. <laughs> okay. That does of. Wow, okay. Yeah,
7: wearing my mom's dress.
5: (laughs) Thank you.
3: (laughs) Oh god, he's in a rocking chair too. (laughs) He's going back anyway. Look. The other day I was reading Top Twenty Ways to Tell People to Insult People Without Them Knowing It. Ready? Top twenty ways to insult people without them knowing it. And like number eighteen was you have a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> and a voice for print. The first, yeah, even yeah, the first fan letter, any kind of fan thing we ever got when we started the show. Someone wrote to us and said, "And <laughs> we run uh, Martin Willis's show, so we run YouTube." And they said, "You're on video, then, yeah, yeah." They said, "You have a, <laughs> you both have a face for radio,
0: face for radio." People are so cruel.
3: So anyway, wow. Huh? Um, let's see. So we are expecting. It's super- funny.
0: Though is that Please. now that so much radio is also video simultaneously, like on Twitch and mm-hmm. YouTube and other services, it's like uh, this face for radio joke is really doesn't apply anymore because no one sees the real face. You may or may not have a face for radio, okay. legitimately. because uh, you're going to be on the camera.
3: You know, bring it, talk about that now. We like a, we are now, believe it or not, we have a little bit of a dispute with Apple Podcasts, which I'm going to send to you one-on-one. Oh, They've started, they've started putting ads in our show uh, just uh, kind of willy-nilly. Uh, it started really? two weeks ago, yes. Um, you know, Rockstar Energy Drink was one of them and stuff. And, and they sent us a, mm. some message that says, you know, we're going to do this until you, the content provider, starts doing it on your own, at which point we'll get a cut. So we're going to have to figure that oh. out, man. Freaking Apple.
0: You know, like they already don't so, have enough money. To,
3: you know, anyway. So was, they want
0: to monetize our content, right? You
3: know, they're going to do it if we don't. But they will. Beyond
0: how we monetize it? Yeah. If
3: if we don't do it, they will.
0: That's so they is. break they break up you know, like in the middle of a yep a segment. I don't even. How, how long? How many minutes? I think they said four and two hours.
3: Just the, they're very oh, short. You know, two hours. Rocks our energy drink. <laughs> you get a boost, and it's like that. You know. Yeah.
6: So, so why don't you trash the the product before they put the commercial in? Oh, good. And yeah, then, good you know, idea. in your content and say, yeah,
3: go ahead and say whatever That's you right. want. Because- What's wrong there? <laughs> Apple could sue my. <laughs> are we on the air? I hope so. Just tell <laughs> them it'll make you sterile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, wow, huh? So we were uh, expecting Susan Kay. Um, hopefully, she'll be on very, very soon. And that, Long w- all Susans. Uh, Switch. Why don't you tease your report that's coming up? We heard a lot this weekend. Heard a lot about the um, um, the kind of not private life, but the unknown part of John Keel's life. He's really a character. Someone should really do that movie. Someone with you know a a nice budget and someone who can really act because this guy was a character. He did everything from write about UFOs, Mothman and stuff until he was writing jokes for Merv Griffin. He was writing, you know. The he, he left
4: uh, upstate New York when he was about 17 mm. with a stuff in a cardboard box. He had 75 cents and he <laughs> hitchhiked, took him two days to get to uh, New York City.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And uh, he hit Greenwich Village. He had decided that he wanted to be a writer oh, because he had uh, he, he had a little newspaper called local newspaper column called Scraping the Keel. Uh, he actually made five bucks in one of the articles he wrote one time, yes, yes. which is a ton of money back in those days. So he really, really got the bug, but he was, uh, he was a fascinating guy yeah, and, yeah. uh, he, uh, uh, you know, he, when he hit the service, uh, and, uh, during Korea, he got into armed forces radio and, and ran with that, um, which, uh, which we he, are yeah. on, we're, What's we're, that?
3: We're, we're, we are heard on armed forces radio these days. So. The circle right. is uh, you know. And the uh, stars and stripes. And what he, what
4: T V uh, shows did he write? And he he, he uh, actually had a, a good civilian job after the war ended. Okay. And but he decided he wanted, you know, he, he had, had visited uh, Egypt at one point. Yes and he really got the bug. So he wanted to he uh it, there's a great book, his first book actually, that I didn't discover till years later, called Jadu, which means magic. Okay. And he uh he, he traveled through uh Egypt and even he was even able to get in Tibet back. In the 50s well, uh-huh. before everything got all locked up yeah yeah and he was uh, supporting himself by by writing he would send his articles out he had an agent that would have sold everything he wrote the problem was that it took forever to get the, the money back so yes, he yes. was uh oftentimes he was starving and uh and, and 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 very hungry and uh uh but uh he uh he, he saw a ufo when he was uh, very young he saw one when he was in egypt and uh so he knew something was real about it hey and of course years later he started investigating ufos and 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 then was on the trail of the mothman
3: okay listen switch you've made us moist listen here back. so let me put the uh bumper in right here
2: and now it's time for another story from the lost annals of the paranormal it's time for steve ward's report from the fringe
4: all right here we go here you go um he was uh, he was born in 1930, upstate New York. Um, he uh, uh, his, his parents separated when he was very young and when his mom remarried, this was, he was about uh, oh maybe 10 or 12. he was in a, in a a very cold farmhouse in Perry, New York and uh, he was upstairs alone and he started to hear, you know, he he was right into the the unknown right away. He started to hear a rapping on the on the wall. And at first, he thought maybe it was a squirrel or some kind of an animal in there, but it wasn't. It was his first experience with a poltergeist, and he actually devised a code. Uh, you know, a, a two raps for yes, one rap for no, and so he started asking this thing questions. And it was uh, you know during the outbreak of the war, World War II. So he started asking questions. You know who was going to win uh uh how long would the war uh, last with yes or no, using yes or no questions and uh, we don't have a unfortunately we don't have a list of the answers that he got but uh you know unlike some people unlike me that may have uh headed directly for the county line if somebody was something was rapping on my wall he didn't he was there uh, fascinated by it and he went to the local library and he uh took out every book he could find on uh the uh you know uh, psychic phenomena, UFOs, and so forth. In fact, he was uh, he was ferocious in his reading. He he uh, he read through a, a whole group of encyclopedias at school. He uh, would go to the uh, the library and 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 just, just devour books on all all the different sciences and, and philosophy and so forth. Now, after after a while, he uh, he went to New York City. As I just mentioned, he uh, decided. Well, he he had uh, had a couple columns when he was a kid. And uh, actually got a little bit of money for him. And he really, really got the the writing bug. He knew he knew early on he wanted to be a journalist. So he did. He hitchhiked down to New York, hung out at Greenwich Village. He uh, uh, would write articles, just really sensational stuff. Mm-hmm. like, are you a repressed sex maniac? <laughs> things like this, Just to, just you know like like, like the, the the early tabloid stuff that was out there. But finally he got some regular, paying jobs and so forth and he was doing uh, pretty well and then the korean war erupted and he was drafted and so he was uh, he was taken uh, uh he was shipped off he was one of the lucky ones that was actually shipped off to europe rather than sent into the korean conflict and uh he tells these hilarious stories about uh how he was on a troop ship with thousands of uh, other other soldiers and they would stand in line for breakfast. And by the time they were done with breakfast, they had to stand in line again for lunch. And uh, it, they kept the, the, uh, the officers kept telling him, you know, you know, when we get to Europe, the, the trains are, are uh, outmoded. They're, they're just no good. And we're all going to be living in tent cities. So he gets to, gets to uh, Europe. He gets to Germany, actually. And uh, uh, they're all waiting there. For, he's, got, he's got these orders, but they're undecipherable. He doesn't know what the, anything means. And, uh, you know, prior to this, he had actually had a little bit of experience in the very early days of television. Uh, there was a a local uh, uh, department store there that had a a uh, fledging uh, uh, TV station in the basement. So he would hang around and, and see how they were doing things. He actually hung around so much, he started getting paid four dollars a week. So here he had Plus, he was a he was a journalist and he had a little bit of TV experience. So he met this other guy named George and he was also a journalist. And uh, all these guys are waiting around, getting ready to be shipped off to their tent cities. And uh, this limousine pulls up and this uh, this dude in this uh, long coat and, and uniform says, uh, Herr Keel," And he says, yeah. And so they get into the, uh, the limousine and he takes off and they say, are, are we going to a tent city? Are we going to live in a tent? And he says, no, you're going to live in a castle. Well it turns out that uh, anything that was still standing after the war was commandeered by the US army. And so they actually took them to a castle, one of these old castles that was still standing, and that's where the this radio station was. His buddy George became the uh the news side, the news guy, and Keel was on the entertainment side, the production side. So they uh uh they were just having a great time <laughs> they actually had a maid and everything i mean they, these these guys did have it made so uh, they were they had to do things like uh, uh there was a a uh, uh they had to do a piece on a general and to talk about their life story and where they went to school and their exploits and so forth and they got bored to death with this because these guys were really very uninteresting so keel says they started inventing their own generals so they would make up a gen- general, make up the name, and make up all these incredible exploits that they had been on. And the thing is, they never got caught because their employers never never listened to any of their broadcasts. So, and then Halloween That's, came
3: that's actually a funny thing, man. Just think about doing that, sitting around, you know, having well, a couple they, beers you know, and making the shit up.
4: Just just to break up the boredom. Yeah, yeah. And so Halloween was looming. And, and Keel, of course, you have to get permission to do these things. But he had this idea that, that they would... Uh, use uh, uh, Frankenstein's castle. That's not where they were, but Frankenstein's castle was going to be the centerpiece of this, uh, the, the real castle of this this uh, broadcast. And uh, there was a real Baron von Frankenstein in the 1300s that apparently slew some kind of a monster, although the monster uh, gave him some kind of a leg wound where he succumbed as well. But he was, uh, Kiel said he was a little short, pudgy guy, but he, they made a statue out of him for for vanquishing this uh, evil monster, and that's what Mary Shelley based her was was inspired to her uh, her her novel was inspired by was this real event.
3: Now wait a minute, so, Let's switchy, hang on for a second. I got a question, right? So what yeah. you're saying is the famous Frankenstein, the book, the movie, the whole thing was a novel by this woman, Mary Shelley. But you're saying it was based on. What, well, a that's, real that's what event? inspired
4: her? Was oh, was inspired. Some kind yeah. of a okay. Real, ali- alleged monster. Who knows what it was? Yeah, a, sure. Okay. A, Go ahead, a, please. A junkyard dog? I, I don't know. But okay. Who knows?
3: Go ahead, please. Sorry.
4: Okay. So he writes this script where the Frankenstein monster comes back every hundred years and it happens to be, it's going to be that night. Mm-hmm. And so. If uh, people, of course, remember the story of uh, Orson Welles and the War of the Worlds, when he freaked out everybody, and uh, people thought aliens were really landing in New Jersey and going to take over, Uh, and and some people really, really got freaked out, Uh, the same thing happened here. It was uh, uh, it was compelling enough that they actually sent a bunch of MPs up to the real Frankenstein's castle, because in the story, the radio <laughs> announcers are being ripped apart by this monster and so forth. <laughs> cool. It created a really, really big hullabaloo. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, uh, and so the, the next day, it hit the Stars and Stripes newspaper. And John Keel, who was only 21 at the time, he said they made, made him a really big deal because, he, uh, because of the, uh, all, all the press and all the interest this got and uh so then uh you know they they kept doing programs and so forth yes and the next year rolls on and then halloween comes again he thought well what am i going to do this time to top it so he gets permission to go to the pyramids of egypt he wants to do a a show from uh inside the egyptian pyramid and uh so they take the crew and the and the the, uh all the equipment and they go there and he, he gets to egypt and he realizes well you know what um i uh I don't know much about Egypt. So he grabs a bunch of books and, and, and reads up on the pyramids. And that night he's sitting on the, uh, on the veranda at the hotel uh-huh. overlooking the Nile. And he writes a script that they're going to uh, tape inside the Egyptian pyramid. Uh-huh. And they're using the acoustics, you know, the, the echoes and so forth. And uh, it, it comes out pretty well. They record it and they're flying home. They uh, intersect with a uh, electrical storm and the electrical storm distorts all the tapes that they had recorded. So they get back. This thing is supposed to be broadcast the next day. And uh, uh, they think, well, what the heck are we gonna do? So they go into the studio and they redo the whole thing. And they even use the castle they were in for some of the reverb and nobody was the wiser. So they they fixed the, uh, they, they, they went to do a show and then it was destroyed and they came back and did the show all over again. Um, now, so he, what he does is he uh, he gets a civilian job for a while there. Uh, he's doing very well. But you know when he went to Egypt, he really got the bug to explore and to wander. And so he decides he's gonna go off and, and support himself by his writings. And he goes off and visits uh, Egypt, uh, eventually ends up in Tibet. He, uh, actually, when he was, uh, I didn't mention when he was about seven years old, he it was in the car with his family. He saw a UFO, a, a bright glowing sphere uh, this would be back in about 1937, and when he was in Egypt, he saw another classic UFO near one of the pyramids. Another thing was, when when, when they were uh, at the uh, uh, in the castle, they they never ate uh, regular army food. They were getting steaks and everything off the black market. So this guy was was living the life, and and uh, it's uh, he you know he sometimes he wondered why he actually left all this, but. Uh, So I got way ahead on this. Uh, So uh, and and the other thing is about uh, the Egyptian pyramids. They actually did the show inside one of the pyramids. There were no fences or barriers up at that time. And uh, there was a Coca-Cola stand out front and there were no guards or anything. They were just could freely come and go. That's amazing. Um, So as as uh, time went on, he uh, uh, he was uh, he had a hard time uh, getting the money for the the uh, things he had written um, and, and so he was there were many times when he was really literally starving is, but uh, he had the, 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 this is a lot of this is chronicled in a book called Jadu which means magic and mm-hmm. that's a book that uh, his first book and it talks about you know he, he talks about exposing the Indian rope trick. hang on a uh, second on.
3: <laughs> I saw that movie hey listen switch not to interrupt yeah. you but we have to take a quick break now. And we'll be right okay. back after this for part two. You're listening to MacMillan's Miltrax, our show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network.
2: We'll be right back. Stay tuned. We've all heard of Area 51, the U.S. government's top secret base in the Nevada desert. But have you ever heard of Area 52 or 53 or 54? 54. 54, 54 How about Tanapar Test Range or the Navy's secret base inside the Bermuda Triangle? Find out about them and more in Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, Mysteries of the World's Most Forbidden Places. Did Richard Nixon show Jackie Gleason a crashed alien spaceship near the swamps of Florida? Is it true that more UFOs are seen over a small Scottish village than anywhere else in the world? And is there a secret place in Russia that some people think is heaven on earth? In Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, you'll visit more than a dozen top secret places around the globe, the haunted forests of New Jersey, A valley in Colorado where shadows come alive and humans can fly without wings. And where's the only secret base in America that's not been visited by UFOs? You've heard Mac talk all about these places on his radio show. Now you can read all about them yourself. That's Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, Mysteries of the World's Most Forbidden Places. Now on sale at Amazon.
3: Record went to Mac Maloney's Mule Trucks, show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. What a show we have for you tonight. But girls first, very famous Juan Juan is here.
0: Hello, everybody. Hello, girls, ladies and gentlemen, all ships at sea. Welcome back to the show.
3: Also, with us is our national correspondent down back down in West Virginia, um, Point Pleasant, West Virginia, is uh, Switchblade Steve Woods. Switchy.
4: Uh, great to be here tonight. Yeah. Huh. Okay,
3: we have to get back to you on uh, what you had for breakfast, but first, uh, also joining us is uh, our, our good friend up there in Sideways, New York, Raven, is with us, Raven.
7: Hello, my friends, thank you so much for having me.
3: People are writing in and saying, texting in and saying that tonight you're trying to imitate like a skater kid. State, was that no, on they're mind? they're trying to imitate me. Oh, wow. Oh, 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 oh.
7: <laughs> oh, you can just put that in your there pipe you and smoke it.
3: Meow. <laughs> <laughs> That voice you hear is uh, Elwin Otto, Get away, driver. That's fresh in a long time, Raven. A <laughs> uniform mechanic. long time. He has a picture for it. in the house with us, in the studio. Hello, everyone. Hello, Mac. Any uh the Ghost sightings tonight? I can't uh, it's been it.
6: pretty quiet here. The door hasn't closed, but you did yeah. take your bag away from the door. So. Oh,
3: yeah, okay. I, I,
6: for a minute, I got concerned, but then I see it's over there. The uh, Yeah, the do- the door
3: uh, opened, uh, was it last week? Uh, last-
6: a week ago, it was... it i closed it because there were people out in the hallway making noise, and I Forget closed me. it, and then the next time I looked, it was opening itself, and there was no one anywhere near it. So so. It's not one of those
3: doors that uh, you know would open, even on a breeze. Yeah, know. no, there's no auto-close thing here. It's oh, no. Nice. Anyway, uh, okay, and also joining us is uh, our security chief. <laughs> no, our security chief, Willie Clough. Willie, how are you doing?
1: Hey, it's me. I'm yeah. in the house. Oh, I'm that's right.
3: I meant, I meant the black-eyed kid. Black-eyed kid, how are you doing? Okay. Oh,
1: you caught me. Yeah,
3: yeah, you got, yeah. You, you you revealed earlier that you're wearing. Uh, what do you have on there again, please?
1: Yes, mother.
3: Okay, that's all we need to know.
4: Uh Norman s- Bates
1: mom outfit. Okay,
4: yeah. Is that a Victoria's Secret kind of thing? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> if I
1: told you, it wouldn't be a secret. <laughs>
0: oh wow. Okay. It looks like running. his weightlifting outfit. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Well, let's hope it's that. It looks like a wife beater.
3: And, <laughs> <iron>. <laughs> and
0: <laughs> He's going to pump you up. Okay, look. We should be on our best
3: behavior because our super fans, Susan Coppola, is here with us tonight. We have to come on now. Give it up. To Susan Cohen. Hi,
9: everybody. How are you? Did I pronounce hey, your name right,
3: Susan? Did I pronounce good your name right? Did I pronounce your name right, Susan?
9: you did but we agreed like you can just go with the susan k you oh really okay easy. sounds a little
0: <laughs> sounds a little more mysterious how are the animals doing in this weather susan k
9: um they're doing well it's you can tell how hot it is cuz just the horses out grazing yes. they're all sweaty just huh. eating yeah, yeah. grass
3: how's the sweat wow interesting i mean i am an animal lover but how's the corvette doing that's the oh, question
9: oh gosh <sighs> uh oh
5: does not well,
3: sound that's good
9: show She's oh, uh, no. she's failing me a little bit. I got oh. a window stuck halfway down. Al, um, Al can yeah, take care I of that. Some issues, but she's pretty on the outside and she's fun to drive. Yes, sure, you bet. I think I'll keep her. What's like my
1: ex girlfriend? Oh wow! Oh, oh. that's totally <laughs> inappropriate.
3: Fun to drive, Black eyed Kid. So, what year is it, uh, <laughs> Susan? Two thousand
9: and
3: four. Okay. All right. All right. What's the engine? Do you know the engine? Is it probably some liter, right? Four point two or something. Is it?
9: Yeah, di- but I don't. Is I automatic? Don't really uh, it like automatic? does it use
0: a. does it use cubic inch monster machine. Oh. Does it use it's a lot
3: of gas? I
9: know that. Yes.
3: Okay. All right. And is it a, a stick or a, a automatic?
9: So it's automatic, and you know what? That's just a crime. Yeah, I agree. We were talking about that Automatic.
3: I mean, really. I mean, but they, it's a monetary yep. thing. Like we were talking on the way up to the show. N- kids don't know how to how to how to drive cars with shifts in them. Everything, even the new Corvettes, the new McLarens, all new Jags, the Ferraris—they're all automatics, and it's like, it takes the fun out of it. I think that's it's strong. simple, but jeez.
0: Anyway, it's a six-speed, right?
3: Six-speed automatic.
0: Yes. Oh, okay. No. It's, oh, that's a manual. Okay, you got an automatic. Yeah. Anyway, well, <clears throat> my Challenger had like about Mac. But that Challenger was ridiculous. It was an automatic. It had about fifteen speeds.
3: Did it really? The car it you did. didn't sell to me? I mean, you yeah. didn't
0: feel it shifting all that many times, but I'd go down the street from my house, and it was already in, like, six gear, and I haven't been, you know, <laughs> really? 30 miles an hour yet. Wow, well, huh. huh. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be better on gas doing it that okay. way. I don't know. I, I dream, have a lot of speeds.
3: I dream about so that car. you never
9: car. let Mac drive that car? You wanted to no, drive No, I did Never drove
0: it. I know. It, it pains <laughs> no. me to say that. Well,
3: I got him on tape saying, sure,
5: it, you, you don't can don't take it for like the weekend.
0: Yeah. 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 I don't know what my problem was on that.
3: Okay.
6: So I let Mac drive what was my wife's vet, and that's, cool. that's a six-speed. He, he, he enjoyed he enjoyed it.
3: I liked it. Yep. yep. I told everyone that right, I knew about nine times that I uh, – what year is it? 19- it's a
6: 1990 ZR1, so it's a first year. Very rare. Uh, ZR1, which was probably the most un-American mm-hmm. Corvette ever made. You know, it has a Lotus engine and a German
3: transmission. There you go. Which – yeah. It's pretty yeah. funny, but... Um, I drove it. it. We drove up to Long Plong Island Turnpike, which is actually two miles. Pulled over into the airport parking lot, and he says, go ahead, you drive it. And I'm going, oh, no. <laughs>
6: I got out, and I said, yeah, it's your no, turn. Not me, no. And I'm like, you can't hurt it. Just take it out and, you know, yeah. drive it.
3: And I said, I can hurt it. I'll wrap it around the first pole <clears throat> we come to. But I get in very low, but very cool to drive. And, and no matter what, everyone looks at you. It's a vet, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's, there's a... Statistic. I mean, I'm
6: not a really a, a vet guy. I bought it to give it to my wife. It had 8,000 miles on it when I bought it. And I just I gave it to her and said, here, commute to work. Have fun <laughs> with it, you know? And she drove it probably a month.
3: Yes.
6: And she came back with it. She said, you know, I really hate this thing. Wow, huh? I, it's too big. It's too oh, bulky. It's, okay. it's too awkward. It's all right. I want a 911 again. <laughs> so I bought her a Porsche 911. There you go. And she still has the 911. I still have the vet sitting in the garage, but... But you it's know. a nice car.
3: <laughs> anyway. So Susan,
0: boy, that is a sad story.
3: It is. Yeah. I'm going to put some violins behind that. It's so
9: sad. I know, right? Yes. I mean, boy, she's got it rough.
6: I know. Well, yeah. you know yeah. the funny part is it has not really left the garage this year. And next month it has to get an inspection sticker. Okay. So I have to actually start it up and pull it out out of the garage, hose it off, drag and man. bring it
3: to get a sticker, so. Meanwhile, I had AAA tow my car yesterday because the starter went. Yep, that was fun. You probably have three or four starters in your garage. Anyway, so Susan, uh, you have a list tonight. 10 questions for Raven. Raven. Oh, wow. No wonder she dressed for the occasion. Black Eyed Kitty, you're going to be able to uh, control yourself during this?
1: Um,. Well you can't see my hands anyway, so
5: who
1: cares? <laughs> <Improbial>. uh, ew? <laughs> Strike two. Ew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
8: <laughs> yikes.
3: <laughs> so Susan, please. It's his top ten questions everyone's always wanted to ask Raven, more or less.
9: Okay, you ready for me already? Sure. Excellent.
3: Let's let's start the music, some kind of music. Please, number ten, please
9: thank you miss raven nice to see you number yes. one what's your go-to excuse to get out of plans
7: oh um i usually just blame it on my dog um Ooh. because he has seizures and um if i ever don't want to do something i just say that he had a seizure um when he totally didn't and i know that's like super bad juju but. Really? Um, You know, I feel like I've spent so much money on him. He kind of owes me one at this point, so (laughs) I I usually use him. That's tough love,
3: folks. All right, next, please. Number
9: nine. What is the strangest purchase you've ever made or almost made?
7: Ooh, um, actually, this is like pretty recent. Well, I don't know, maybe not super recent, but in the past like couple of years, I went to a bachelorette party in New Jersey. Yes. And I almost bought myself a pair of like hot pink um, roller skates. <laughs> and I, I tugged myself out of it because I'm like, I have roller skates. They're like totally fine. I use them, whatever. But, like these were like really, really cool, but they were like $170, and I was like, I hmm. cannot justify spending that amount of money.
3: Hmm, hmm. Um, the <laughs> black eyed kid just sent me a text and said, You are now on his Christmas list, fellows. I don't know what that means.
1: <laughs> um, spoiler alert, thanks a lot.
0: <laughs> Pink roller skates, hmm. that's for like a drive in restaurant or something, isn't it? It's like you know.
7: So we were in like this, there was a really weird like shop that I went in in, um, uh, where were we? Stone, Har- what? Stone Harbor, I think. I'm not sure. Okay. But, um, yeah, it was like this crazy weird shop and they had like all this random stuff and I was just like fixated on these, these roller, <laughs> roller <Wow>. skates.
3: Huh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I said we go on to the next one, please. Susan, number. Two. All right. Number three.
9: This might be a Mac after Doc question, but Uh-oh. we'll see where Raven takes it. Uh-oh. What is the weirdest item you keep by the bed? <laughs>
5: <Ooh>. <laughs> no way, way, way uh,
7: <laughs> I don't know if I keep weird things by my bed or not. Like, I always have a book in my journal. Oh. I always have my sleeping mask. Um,
5: right,
7: and my water. I keep a knife by my bed because I kni- don't like, know <laughs>
3: a knife. What size? Really? Knife. Of course. Yeah, well, of course. What size?
7: I don't know. Knife? Um, yeah, that's pretty much like all that I have in my little nightstand. Wow. That's kind of like unimpressive. Um, obviously, I have incense next to my bed because I use it all the time. So that's probably the weirdest thing. But it's, I think you <laughs> impressed
3: your uh, dozens of stalkers with the fact that you keep a knife by your bed. Right. So, yeah. but but just it makes you feel better. And how big is the Yeah,
7: it's like just so I have it there. I mean like I there's like weapons everywhere in my house. They're they're Mm -hmm. hidden and I know where they are. Time out like nobody else does. So it's like, you know, I know my my dogs aren't gonna do anything because if you come in with a hot dog, they'll you know, they'll love you and they'll go off and eat the hot dog and they'll just let me get, you know, slashed to pieces. No but that's why they
1: liked me when I walked in.
7: (laughs) (laughs) I thought I saw you on my camera. (laughs)
6: So wow. bring more than one hot dog. Right? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs>
0: You're you not walking your sleep raven or anything, do you? Have the next I do weekend? actually. You do? do. Oh, shit. oh this That's gets true. better and better.
3: How many? What, what other weapons do you have in your house? Do you have? To tell us. You can share with us.
7: Um, like machetes. I have a baseball bat. Um, pepper spray. I have like the key thing where like it's a cat and you put your fingers through it. Brass knuckles? Are like, yeah, like brass um, knuckles. Yeah, Spikes, and you can punch someone in the face with them. Yeah, cool.
6: Brass what about
3: knuckles? knuckles. You can do that with your car keys, too. Boom. Yeah, I anyway. do that Yeah,
7: at night when I leave my other job. I put my car keys between my, my fingers, just in case. You never know.
3: <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. Okay. And you're walking asleep.
7: Your I, don't, I don't have brass knuckles, but I did have the opportunity to punch someone in the face with them one time. Really? Tell it us, was please. so satisfying. Like, it was the best feeling ever.
3: I'll okay. The streets of New York. Come on, set it up mm-hmm. and talk slowly. Go ahead.
9: Machete's got me a little concerned. Okay, me that. too.
3: But you, you're going to tell us that story, Raven? Will you tell us the oh, story? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you yes, said. Yes, please. We'll, you know, we'll move it into the segment. But go ahead, please tell us the story.
7: Oh, the brass knuckles. Yeah. Oh no, I was hanging out with my friends, and this was like a really long time ago. Like I think maybe I was even still in high school. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of, like, dating this guy, and he broke up with me, but, like, we were still friends, but, like, I was still, like, very obviously, like, hurt by the whole situation. Yes. And he had brass knuckles that we were all just kind of, like, you know, whatever, like, oh, cool, brass knuckles, right? Okay. He was like, listen, I feel really bad for, like, breaking up with you. Would it help you, like, would it make you feel better if you punched me in the face with these? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) like, actually. And that was it, and I just slugged him right across the face, and... With a pair yeah. with a, with a pair of brass knuckles? What yeah. well, did you break as like beautiful Hallmark,
1: movie. Yeah, oh my right. God.
7: <laughs> Hallmark approached me and they were like this is a true story. They were like, uh, we wanna make a um Christmas movie and call it Punch Drunk Raven. And I was like, That's no. such a great idea.
3: Excellent title. And so I,
7: you know, like we went like a pre-planning and everything, and really? then they wanted to get Rachel McAdams to play me, and I was like, but she's, like, not like me at all. Like, yeah. we need to get somebody that's, like, a Lizzie Kaplan, maybe. Wait or, like, a, a Zoe Deschanel. And, like, we just couldn't agree on it. So Wait, we ended well, up scrapping the whole thing. Jenna Ortega. you talking
4: about a movie? Sorry. Jenna Ortega would be great. Raphon, I have a question. Yeah, please. Rewind. Yeah. So did you save Christmas? Yes.
7: Um, no, 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 no. In this movie, Christmas fails. No, it, it's, it's Did me. someone approach you? So did Halloween I... is top tier. I, I
4: watched that, then.
3: Did did uh, We'd all watch it. Did, did someone approach you, or was that just some dream you had
7: that's no, it's one hundred percent true story. Who? We have well, all, all in the all in the uh, works.
3: Okay, who, who, who was the production company? Remember the name? It was a yeah, one was, one production. It was
7: Double Mirrors production.
3: And did you know who they were? Was it you? The yeah, first movie, like
7: an actual like you know Hollywood oh, really production company. How did they yeah.
3: find out about you?
7: Because I told them the story. It was on a forum. I was on oh, um, a forum. Okay, good. Reddit. Yeah. And then I got to talking, and they were like, This is going to be Christmas time gold. <laughs> it's like the Grinch, but better. Yeah, yeah.
3: Jeez. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I see. I'll tell you. I mean, Hollywood, they don't know what they're doing. Believe me, that would have been a funny one. Anyway.
7: That
0: would have been.
3: Susan, please. You left the room. Hopefully, they get a Emily drink. Emily
0: Blunt wasn't available. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no.
7: <laughs> Oh, that
3: would have been a good choice. But that yeah. uh, Zooey is, Chanel there beyond
7: beautiful. Shut up. But but
3: also uh, the Zooey would be really good, and um, and uh, what's her name too? Uh, the, the the woman in Stranger Things. You look exactly like.
5: Oh yeah, Winona <laughs> Ryder.
3: A young yeah, or Jen Ortega now. You yeah, know? you look kind of like her.
6: You know,
3: oh i watched God. one episode of that of the Adams. What's her name? Yeah, yeah the yeah. Adams. Wednesday. Wednesday. I'll tell you it's a kids it's a kid's show, but it's not as bad as you think it is, you know. I mean it's a good
7: I enjoyed it. It's definitely for kids. It's definitely for kids,
3: yeah. Yeah. But anyway. So Susan, please, let's go on. Ten questions we've all wanted to ask Raven.
9: Next question. Raven, do you have a secret talent? And can you show us or do it right now?
7: Oh goodness not very talented um i do talk shit really well um (laughs) but i already do that on the show i think you Um, just did that
3: earlier yeah i know (laughs) there is a joke um
7: i can i can do that thing where you like unwrap a starburst with your mouth but i don't have any (laughs) starbursts
9: wait a minute wait a minute I thought she was going to say she could do the uh, cherry stem with hey, a tongue. I can no, do that. I practiced that forever
7: when I was in like seventh grade, and I could never get it. I had a friend that could do it, yes. and I was like so upset that I couldn't get it. And then I was like, "Well, I can unwrap a starburst." So starburst at least is that. pretty
3: good. Yes, yes, I can actually do that cherry stem thing. You can ask Lois sometime.
7: Oh, she you can, can do. do oh that? my gosh, absolutely. The next time I'm up there,
9: she yep. needs to show me.
3: Anyway, next, please.
9: Next question. Raven, do you believe in aliens, really? Oh, 100%. Yeah. That is, like, super factual. Yes, I do believe in aliens.
7: I wish they would abduct me.
3: Mm, Okay. Interesting. So, piggybacking
9: on that question, if you could go into outer space, would you?
7: Yes.
3: Easily. Mm -hmm. Would you what? go up? Would you go up on these suborbital flights, man? I watched those and I said, "Oh, that's scary, dude." With the with the Virgin uh, whatever, whoever it is. With the rich oh,
7: yeah, people? That one, yeah,
5: the rich good. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No,
7: not with the rich people. They built I, the, like those aliens money, too. are only going to abduct like the trash people. So that's more on my level. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I think like I'd be more comfortable in like um like a garbage can style alien mm-hmm. spacecraft. Well, you don't want like, to be <laughs> you don't want to visible yes. space trash. Float, like you know, like in it. Like, that's more my speed. Never
3: say never. Hey, listen, I just want to break this up real quick because we have to tap dance for a while. Al, quickly! Didn't you tell me that the kid who went down in the in the in the sub that sank, going down to the Titanic, was trying to uh, set a record for the Rubik's cube? For the yep. Rubik's cube. That's he, why he went down. There. He went
6: down. And he was. He brought a Rubik's cube with him and was trying to solve a Rubik's cube at the lowest depth for the Guinness Book of World Records. Can you imagine
5: this? This wow. type of
3: rich people. It cost them what, I mean, I notes?
6: guess
7: he succeeded, though. I well, no, no,
3: well I we don't know that, that because no, no, we no, no, not, not they, they never that. showed up with the ruby shoe. I'll comp- <laughs> be verified. I mean, but that, what a stupid thing! I mean, it, it just is a stupid I think mean, it was a side thing.
6: You know, he was going anyway, yeah, he was, but he figured he might as well do something uh, noteworthy.
3: Why he was going anyway, the kid? I think
6: his dad was taking him, whether he liked it or not.
3: What the kid had a sickness? You mean before we went? No, no, down? no. I,
6: I mean the kid. The kid's dad paid for the trip. Yeah, right. And, and okay. the kid sort of had to go. Oh, I see. okay, Because yeah, dad yeah. said, Wait, you know, yeah, get Is Mac power.
7: asking if the kid joined for like a Make-A-Wish Foundation? No, <laughs> I don't know. I'm It's on the Well,
0: he made a I wish. Don't think Make-A-Wish would be that stupid. <laughs> yeah, okay, right, that kind yeah. of an event. But
6: it's oh just God, funny. I'm
7: rotting in hell for that one. This, f-
0: a, this is a purely a Titanic uh, ghost draw. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. this. This is a, you know, th- this is a burial site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a grave. Yep,
3: yep, absolutely. And we're not like. Oh, my God. Yeah. They, I you know, found
7: we're, out we're, a Titanic fact today. Go uh-huh. ahead. Yeah. You guys know this? The Titanic restaurant still serves seafood.
3: Hey, whoa. Oh, oh,
6: oh Too
5: this, this, uh, wow. soon. That
6: ship alarm is going <laughs> to <gonna> cost us a <laughs> <some> fortune. You <laughs> know, the thing about that, that whole uh, thing, you know, if you pay to go up in space... Are you pay to go down and do the Titanic. Yes. And, you know, the, sub, the submariners of the group here, like Mr. Ward, and, and a 1-1 one, one was involved with submarines. Go ahead. Everything that goes up has to come down. But everything that goes down doesn't have to that's come back true. up. <laughs> that's <laughs> what people always told me about going down to a the submarine. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right, There's no thing. guarantee. You know, like the Thresher and the Scorpion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oops, mm-hmm. yep. you know.
5: Exactly.
6: Yeah. Good point. I mean, Krista McAuliffe came back down. Okay, I mean, no, oh, come on! Let's no, see, you know, I mean, the Challenger when it exploded, it came down. I know. At least they f- found.
3: Uh, 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 you know. I'm just going to cut it off. Teacher of the Year. So, Susan, thanks, <laughs> please. These are uh, ten questions we've always wanted to ask Raven.
9: All right. So the next question is: What is the most embarrassing thing you have ever said in a meeting? And I'm going to share with you. I just recently was mentioning how much I hope to start a therapeutic writing program here for the soldiers. And I said for soldiers with S T D Oh
5: Okay,
3: well,
8: you know
9: <laughs>
3: They do exist. A very niche market. Yeah. Oh no Oh the kid please, kid, what do you think? The kid had something to
0: say.
9: So what is the most embarrassing
0: thing you've ever said in a meeting? Talk
9: that. That's a good one. Yes. I I don't
7: participate in meetings often, but I do remember way back in the day, I was working at a PT um, uh, office for a local hospital and we were in a meeting and I was just like quietly like drinking my water, looking at, you know, like the stupid agenda that they gave us and I started choking on my water because it went down the wrong oh, the yeah, wrong yeah, pipe. Yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. I dribbled it all to oh, close.
1: Come on. <laughs> like it went all over my
5: shirt.
7: I had to like excuse myself because I couldn't stop coughing. I was like literally like yes. I drooled water all over myself.
3: Wow. And
7: so I just left the meeting. You yes. know, because I'm like if I keep coughing like this eventually I'll i myself yeah, because oh. I'm like coughing so much and choking.
5: Oh, wow. <laughs> and so I had to
7: like clean myself Tattoo. up but I, I don't I don't. Sp- speak oh, often man. in meetings that I'm in like even like my current job I just kind of avoid that at all yes. costs because I know I'll say something stupid so I just don't say anything <laughs> but uh yeah by far it was it was when I uh was nearly taken out by my water because drinking is very difficult for me
3: Did you hear about that guy the kid who died with the chip thing eat one chip have you heard yeah, about that Worcester Mass.
0: oh or, yeah the, uh, the the hot chip or something yeah.
3: there's some challenge there's some company yeah. that has has oh, made God, chips one of was those...
7: like a uh, tiktok Challenge, yes. that yeah. everyone's doing yeah. those
3: black chips and they contain the, the highest, uh, you know, the most, um, the hottest, uh, kind Pe- of uh, peppers, peppers yeah. that you can find. And some people, oh, like the
7: ghost peppers,
3: yeah, like that, exactly. And and some people, when they eat and they think this happened, this kid though, he's an athlete, it closes your windpipe, you know, mm-hmm. and boom, and <laughs> it died. he got an anaphylactic reaction.
6: Uh-huh. But they sell these things, supposedly, one chip. In a little box shaped like a casket, oh, is that for oh, yeah. ten bucks. Oh well, then, oh, and then man. these these clowns, you know, they bring them to school and say, "Do the challenge. See yeah, if you right. can eat the chip and not go for water and not go." You know, it's it's like the Tide Pods thing. You know, they yeah yeah, yeah. like come on, <gasps> you got Candy? You, know, you got to think about this before you do something stupid. My God.
3: Anyway, Susan, let's get back to the hmm? list. Top ten re- questions everyone's always want to ask Raven.
9: All right. Raven, what's the most random fact you know? And I have a random fact that no. I'll share as an example. Please. That Mac will love. Did you know that when, if a female cat has five or six kittens, that each kitten could be from a different father? Mm-hmm. And actually, <laughs> rarely, it happens in human twins.
3: Wait a minute. Can we? Can we we just ask a question, please?
7: I heard about a case where that happened in a human, but I knew it was more common with like cats specifically. But is it? That's wild to me. Are you
3: saying that they're all different? So, so if 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 a if a cat has a litter of kittens, they could be from five different fathers.
9: Exactly, like if it's an outdoor, so you, you know, th- cat, obviously, if it's inside. Yeah, I'm telling you, they're one, disgusting. Cat. They're <laughs> disgusting go animals. They're Here's disgusting.
3: The cats, raw that's, dog. The more you look into cats, the more Objection. Yeah. Okay, next, please. Uh-huh. Who's, so that's why they fact? call it
0: catting around.
9: You like that question so much. There you next. Go. No, please, we
3: just don't want to talk about facts. cats on here.
7: I do
9: yes, so she hasn't answered her random go I haven't
7: My random fact is sloths, only come off of their trees when they have to do a number two otherwise they're up in the trees
3: well aren't we all when you think about it (laughs) after i said the sloth (laughs) yeah 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 wow right.
9: two go ahead please raven what is your cringiest drunken moment and by any chance, does it involve grabbing the boob of a waitress at the coma? Oh, well, wow.
3: hang on. Two-hour show.
9: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well, th-
3: that happens.
5: So. I
7: mean, that's definitely one of them. There's been a lot of really cringy uh, moments. That was definitely one of them. I didn't know she was there, and I, like, went to, like to get. I think I had something in my backpack, and I was like turning around, and she was just standing there, and I got like an entire handful of of like a double D. <laughs> a
0: double D. Jeez, yeah. I wish I was there on
3: that. You one. know who it was? there, one one. Should I tell Dunkin
1: you? Dunkin'
7: Donuts.
3: I don't. a
7: whole handful of a Dunkin' Donuts. Who was there? <laughs> uh, but,
1: but
3: off air. Okay, but
6: But she didn't get punched in the head for it either. No, no, no. See, no. You it or was... I would have
3: got clobbered if you <laughs> did oh, yeah, that. Well, of course. Yeah.
6: <laughs> Well, like, oh there? my god,
5: I'm so <laughs> well, sorry. Well, maybe,
3: maybe.
9: Like, oh, it's okay, sweetie. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, oh. They probably wouldn't say that to us, but you never know.
9: <laughs>
5: the
3: music. Next,
0: please, I know.
3: <laughs> the
9: so porn music. is that your cringiest drunken moment?
7: Um, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's like probably... Know
0: I, I enjoyed that one. No, no, him. It was <laughs> one, one, please.
7: <laughs> oh, no, I did have one other one. And it, okay, I was at a bar with my friends. This is a couple years ago. And we're like, whatever, drinking, waiting for our music. And again... I reached like around to grab something because I always have like my backpack or my fanny pack with me, and I just sling it on the back of my chair. Okay. And I went to reach around, and I accidentally like almost punched this guy right in the.
5: Oh chair. wait! Yeah. Like, I yeah, literally
7: you know. like felt it. It's gonna and cost I was, a like, fortune. I'm so sorry, and he's <laughs> laughing, and I'm like, dude, like <laughs> we can just be real. We know what happened. Like oh, you oh, know, my. I'm really sorry about it, and I like I could not even like come out of my stupor because then he was walking to the bathroom and then like he was coming back oh. to sit behind me of and course. I'm like, Oh my god. And he asked you
6: for a shake?
3: <laughs> no way, way, yeah. <laughs> oh. Ow, ow.
7: Yeah, it's definitely in between those two, just grabbing people when they like are not giving me, you know, consent and I'm like, Woo
3: Huh. Okay. Well, this something okay. to look forward to. Go ahead. Next, please. these are top ten questions everyone's always wanted to ask Raven.
9: And this is the final question. Okay, here we go. Raven, what did you want to be as a kid when you grew up? Because rumor had it. You wanted to be a detective and you'd deliberately go about and commit petty crimes and then go and solve them.
5: Yes <laughs> right <It's>, you know, an <laughs> in, in, in infallible detective, detective
9: agency.
7: Um, I wanted my, my all-time like goal. I wanted to be an archaeologist. Because I was obsessed with mummies
5: Mummies, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
7: I love mummies, I still love mummies And I just think they're so cool And like bog people, they're like really cool That was like easily You know, every, every kid is like, I'm going to be a doctor Or a teacher or whatever yes. And I'm just like, no, I want to like examine Like a dead person that I dug up from the ground It was definitely archaeologists Wrapped
3: in swaddling clothes, right?
7: Yes, of course
3: Mummies are strange, they are strange It's, it's just weird it's you know, so do. cool. Yeah, so anyway, so you want to be an archae- archaeologist, so what happened? You Then you want to be a detective?
7: Uh, well, I mean, like, you know, de- detective kind of, like, came in, and then it's like, you know, I had, like, marine biologists for a little bit, but, like, archaeologists was still always, like, there. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, the more, like, you, you get to know, like, what, what all, like, entails in that, the more you're just, like... There's no way I could ever pass these classes. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no. simply no way. Like I would have to like do something like a favor for the professor. Wait, 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 wait! wait. Oh, wow, <laughs> this <laughs> is going to cost so, hundreds of I, I dollars I to do that. Um, <clears throat> So, okay, here we are. Uh, <laughs>
3: never say never. <laughs> Interesting. So oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, please.
9: So, is the rumor correct?
3: That you that used you to solve your own crimes.
9: Oh, that I <laughs> <and let money laughs> crimes just to get credit. This
3: your hallmark film? movie. <laughs>
9: huh?
3: I
7: did some pretty bad things as a kid, but I never, I never claimed that I like solved anything. Okay. Um, I was more just like kind of like mischievous. Oh wow. Okay. All um, right. I, I didn't intermingle like mischief with my detective business because that was strictly business. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. The, you know, you don't mix you know pleasure and and uh. Or whatever the phrase is. Yeah, I think
3: that is the phrase as it turns out. Wow, very right? mm-hmm. really revealing tonight. You know, yeah. Right. Yeah, really, just I the right I music think. to put yeah.
0: <laughs> so. This should be a series. Yeah, a series. Yeah, have, right. Could be. I think we have to have a casting. Uh, okay, well, should yeah.
5: we? Yeah, have
3: I'll
7: a, reach out to Mirror and Mirror Company. Um, that real company that reached out to me for my um, Hallmark movie that we we couldn't make because of creative differences.
3: Well, huh? Yeah. Well, that's a good way not to do it. Uh, so, how long ago was this, by the way? What? That you were approached by Hollywood,
7: Mac? I wasn't approached by Hollywood.
3: No, <laughs> uh, approached by a movie studio.
7: It's for the lulls, man. I was winking. Oh, oh! I was winking. It was a joke. I believe oh you. Damn it! Oh my
3: God! So did I. Oh so
7: God, did I. Damn it! I thought you guys saw me. I was winking.
3: Oh, we want to see the you stills. We want to see the rushes from the
5: day. Yes.
7: So nice. No, okay, well, you had me. Yeah. that would be a really good Hallmark movie, right?
5: Yeah. Yeah. I
7: should uh-huh. try to sell yeah. it to some execs.
0: Okay. All right. I was looking online for the yet uh, they write actress that would play raven I, I came up with a couple but you know I don't want to insult her with it. she I should play
3: herself person. play herself yeah okay we can all play ourselves
6: <laughs> you know yes, and uh, uh, <laughs> Well, that <laughs> the black eye do kid either. already
3: did yep. the kid the, the kid's <laughs> already got the got the he's already in costume he's already in character kid right
1: oh yeah we got lots of stuff going on over here <laughs> we, can,
3: <laughs> <laughs> we can tell in an odd way we can tell listen let me do this. Why don't we take a quick break now and just recover and recoup? And we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Military Exile Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned.
2: Hawk Hunter, the wingman, has finally rid the world of its worst ever supervillain, Victor Robotov. But in Mac Maloney's latest book, War of Dragons, we learn the maniacal terrorist ghost still haunts our battered, devastated planet. In War of Dragons, 22 in Max best-selling Wingman series, Hawk and his united American allies uncover Victor's bizarre plot from beyond the grave. The super-terrorist hid six nuclear bombs around the Mediterranean before he died, knowing their detonation will empty out the Great Sea and cause a worldwide catastrophe. Guarding these weapons of mass destruction, he's left behind a family of ferocious air dragons, eternal aerial sentinels that will stop at nothing to protect their late master's unthinkable secrets. sailing aboard their gigantic aircraft carrier, the USS-USA. Hawk and the United Americans must battle their way across the Mediterranean, slaying these dragons in hopes of beating Victor's allies to the nukes' secret locations before time runs up. If not, then the world will face a very nasty, very watery Armageddon. It's Game of Thrones meets Top Gun in Wingman 22, War of Dragons, by Mac Maloney, on sale now on Amazon.
3: Back and Went to Macaroni's Military Star show, show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac and Macaroni. Well, on the show we have for you tonight, girls. Here comes Walmart's here.
0: Hello, girls. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It's been fun so far. It's hilarious.
3: Yeah, so far.
0: Raven, you killed me.
3: <laughs> also, with us, our national correspondent, SwitchBase Steve Ward, is here.
4: Great to be here tonight. Switch.
3: We had almost uh, visible proof that you do not wear a piece.
4: That's right. Goes. Perfect. It's all uh natural fibers. Also with us <laughs> is uh okay. Oh
3: uh, that could that could mean a lot of things, switchy. Yes. You
1: know? Cloth uh, fibers.
3: <laughs> there you go. It
1: could be diet, fiber,
7: who uh, knows?
3: Raisin Bran. Uh also with us is our favorite good witch up there in sideways, New York, Raven is with us Raven.
7: Hello, friends. Thank you so much for having me.
3: Just had a very interesting segment, uh, looking into uh Ravens uh you know, shenanigans off the uh, air. It's funny, I'm
7: thinking about the um, impact the the bedside table question, and I'm like, I know I'm going to go to lay down in bed tonight and open up my, my drawer and find like, you know, a troll doll in there or something. <laughs> headless or, like, troll doll. You know, <laughs> or, or like a, a lemon squeezer. There, there'll just be something <laughs> random in there, and I'll be like, I could have used that as my answer. <laughs>
3: would love the layman squeeze. In. It's a deadly <laughs> weapon a if you know how to egg use slicer. it. Yeah.
5: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, used to I like love using that banana, when I do I, don't know. Oh, wait, <laughs> I <loved the laughs> Yeah, wow.
3: Huh? Uh, also, well, this is uh, UFO mechanic slash getaway driver Al Ronaldo in the house. Hello, Mac. Hello, everyone. In case we have to fight off Bob, we feel the two of us could probably handle a ghost, right?
6: As long as oh, he's. Uh...
3: He's not giving me back a positive response. <laughs> I'll be running. You'll be fighting. <laughs> yeah, just try to keep up. It was awesome with us is the black eyed kid making a surprise appearance tonight. Kid. Hey. What's going on?
1: Oh, not much. Okay. Just keeping an eye on things over here. I
3: understand. I'm glad you are. What was your last meal? Tell us what you had for breakfast before we get to switching.
1: Um,. I had um, a tossed salad with oh, um, eyeball croutons, and come on, no. it's extremely that's, that's all I can talk
3: about. Switch, let's just, oh, let me introduce our uh, super fan, Susan Kay. Susan Kay, Susan Kay, how are you tonight, <laughs> Susan?
9: I'm doing excellent. I'm so happy to be here. How are I'm you? Made my day, my week, my month, my year. Oh, We're that, good
3: to are you Really? You just say that because you're nice to us. Tell us how you really no, no, feel. I mean,
9: I mean it. I just wish I could see more of your handsome face. Cool. Sorry, Lois. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who are you talking to? One, one, one. Get under that light a little more. There you, uh,
9: go. There you go. Speaking of you, sir.
0: Talking about you, Mac, all I can see is the the, the bill of your cap.
7: Yeah, all I see is your hat. Exactly. I'm trying to keep my... You, never, you can never see yourself.
3: I, well, I try to tuck behind things. I'm trying to uh, hide the Boston Red Sox thing on the top of my hat. Um, that's a good enough reason as any. It so anyway, good, and by the way... Um, Club, aka Black Eyed Kid, the Patriots are going to get their asses kicked. I'm sorry, yep. <clears throat> it's 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 not in the uh, it's not in the cards this year. It just isn't. It's you can feel it. They're going to be like the doormat. Club. What do you have to say? You love the Pats.
1: Yeah,
5: um, I love the Patriots. Um, blue fifty-two, hot hot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Means>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's such a shame they won so many Super Bowls, and then they look like crap the last few years. They, yes. And I don't see anything, any life in sight.
6: No. What's the common denominator there? Brady. Well, no more Brady.
3: But they're bringing yeah. them back. They're putting on a big show this weekend as a tease for them retiring as a number later on in the, in the year. Not to get into the pants, but I introduced everyone, right? But what they're doing is they become the Red Sox. They decide let's make some money, so they just They just remodeled the whole stadium. They have a twenty-two thousand square foot TV in there. Okay, now think about that. They got the newscast said. Think about how big your house is, like you know, fifteen hundred square feet or whatever. Think at twenty-two thousand square feet, and you know that lighthouse they have. They rebuilt that, but you have to pay to get up there now, and it's that kind of stuff. You do, yeah. So. um, So they, they, it's it, it's a little bit more about making the dough. Now that Brady's gone, maybe they know, you know, we can never be this great again. You know, let's cash in. Like a lot of, lot of teams do, you know. They, they're just, anyway.
0: Yeah, they're not going to be good this so year. They're making huge money on concerts. They make, hey, listen, that's right? you, you, that's where they make, you Bruce know. Bruce Springsteen, Taylor Swift.
3: Well, they, yeah, they, on. only, they only play nine games at Gillette Stadium, you know, maybe 11 if you're lucky, right?
0: That's right. the entire the year. Oscar. you do
3: something. That place down there is, um, you know, it's, it's, it's like the uh, Coliseum or something. It's incredible. Anyway, I've introduced
0: they everybody. Gladiators.
3: Yeah, that day may come. Um, we, I've introduced yeah. everybody. Now we're going to come back to uh, Switch. Switching. We haven't asked yes. you what you had for breakfast yet, have we?
4: No, we have not.
3: Okay, so please tell us. The world wants to. know. It not.
4: was one of the old standards. Uh, I went to Bob Evans, had uh, three eggs over easy with hash browns, okay. sausage links, and no toast. No with toast. black coffee.
3: Okay, no toast. Why? No toast. Uh, toast. No toast. Is that a healthy thing? don't need
4: it. You know, the hash browns and, and eggs, you, you don't need toast.
3: Huh, okay. All right, interesting. Do they think you're the weirdo that what's doesn't want your
0: toast? You're counting your carbs,
3: right? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> what's, those, uh, what's those carbs? Not with really. The toast? If I was
4: counting my carbs, I would have had two <laughs> eggs instead of three.
3: There you go, see? All right. Three eggs, huh? Okay, a lot of uh, protein in that, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you don't put ketchup on any of it, do you? Uh, No. I'd be arrested. Susan. Susan, Do not
7: even get me started. Susan, you're from the area, right? Ketchup on eggs.
3: You put ketchup on eggs, right? Susan, she's thumbs up. Yes, absolutely. She knows. She knows. But I've had to apologize to people for putting ketchup on eggs before. Anyway, so okay, switchy. So Bob Evans, all right. So that's uh, I am going to say that uh, fifteen bucks.
4: Um, I think that was pretty close. Yeah. Okay.
3: And you tip? You have to tip in that place. Uh, six bucks. Good for you. Yeah, that's all right. Okay.
4: I had a good waitress.
3: Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that is pretty good. Uh, wow. So listen, when you were in our area this past weekend for the Exeter UFO Festival, which we closed the show. Um, uh, You uh, went to a local IHOP, and uh, even before he dug uh, into his breakfast, morning, yeah. he sent me a picture, you know. I'm barely awake. And, you know, here's a picture from Switch. And uh, tell the uh, audience what you sent me.
4: Tell them what I had? Yeah. Okay. I had uh, two slices of French toast, but now each one of these slices of French toast— about two and a half stories tall, not like a regular <laughs> French toast. Yes. And uh, they, they give you four sausage links. Yes. And uh, they're, they're very good, and, and uh, service is all good. Mm-hmm. But when I got the bill, mm-hmm. I mean, two pieces of French toast and sausage. Get ready. I, they maxed out my charge card. <laughs> no. My charge card was smoking after <laughs> no. I
3: paid it. Wow, how much was it? How about? 20 bucks. 20 bucks? Really? Yeah. Wow, yeah. For that's breakfast. Yeah, you know? Yeah, IHOP. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it ain't that good. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's no. just a place. You know, it's like any of them Denny's or any of them. You know, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of, uh you know, breakfast. You know, if you want to open up a restaurant, make it a breakfast place because all the stuff you usually make doesn't cost a lot of money. Mm. But yeah, that's a lot. But on the positive side, we found out that IHOPs across the country are going to start offering biscuits and gravy as a regular item in all their stores. So I'll finally get my biscuits and gravy fixed. Well, that sounds good, but,
0: you know.
7: We need a Waffle House in every state, like multiple Waffle Houses in every state. I loved Waffle House. I'm going to die on this hill. I love (laughs) Waffle House.
3: Yep. So And we know when a natural disaster is coming. So aren't they the only ones that stay open or something? Or when they close, you know, the tidal wave is coming or something? When it's they a, close, a whole really thing.
7: It. It's a Waffle House Index. And apparently you can look it up. So the more severe something is, the more mm. Waffle Houses will be closed.
3: Oh, uh, wow. Oh, Better than the Weather Channel.
7: Yeah. It's probably more accurate, well, too.
3: <laughs> so, wow. So, Susan, what's been going You're down in North Carolina, transplanted uh, Massachusetts slash New Hampshire person. You're down in North Carolina. Uh, What's going on down there? Any paranormal activity uh, lately? Because you did send me some uh, trail cam footage once, which was uh, fairly terrifying.
9: Yeah, no, um, just the drone activity is, uh, it's just, I can't describe it. And no one knows, no one claims it. No one, everyone says, you know, you can't fly them at night and, there is one that flies over. The, and the sad thing is, I don't know if it's just because I have a crummy camera on my, uh, excuse me, a crummy cell phone. But when you try to record that, you just see this white light in the sky. You know, there's one that flies over and it literally has four red lights that blink from the right, blink, 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 blink to the mm. left. And then it starts over again. Whisper, you can't hear it. Yep. And I, I don't understand it. What's its purpose? What are they doing? Who is it? Is what that, are they yeah, looking for? Me, and, I mean, I can go out at three a m and take the dog out, and there's four in the sky at one time I, 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 let me ask a big, we, a big question
3: a big question are all commercially available um drones just line of sight? Do you know I'm looking at I you would like you would so, know. I,
6: would, I believe you have to you're right up on that there I believe you have to be within a line of sight for stuff you can buy commercially not yeah. like not the military
3: stuff but okay but you think. mean you can get uh you know so in other words you can't really send it a ho- over the horizon i would I mean, like to probably spend a lot of money on it. okay all right so anyway so anyone so anyone who's doing that over susan's house is close by right you know they're in the woods trying to who knows what they're, yeah, I don't think a, so. there's an airport near you right
9: so yeah, there's a there's a small, you know, where private planes go out. But yep. it's miles away. Yeah. Huh. So I'm glad, you know, at first I wasn't sure what you were saying. You you were saying line of sight. Line of sight. Yep. Whoever's controlling it, it has to be within their field of vision, yeah. Right,
3: yes, yes. Yep, yeah. Yep. For for so most commercially available stuff. people? I don't know. You sure they're drones?
9: Uh yes. Yeah. And sometimes I've seen six up there before it's not just over my house Uh, Saturday when I went to a local uh, like Dollar General I don't know if you have them there but there was one flying over the Dollar General they're taking
3: pictures they're like they're, they're probably commercial drones taking pictures for you know stock footage of movies and stuff you see that over New Report a lot two helicopters flying Beside mm-hmm. each other, taking pictures of each other, and um, you know it, it could be like that. You know, it could be military stuff. I mean, I don't thought, I don't know if militaries have rotating lights on them, but you know, you never know. It's a way to keep track of them. And give a complaint about them. Ever ever call the cops or anything?
9: So I did speak to a police officer that was in a parking lot a couple That's of neat. weeks ago, and I said, "Hey, you know, by the way, this is what's oh. going on." You know, do you know anything about them? Because sometimes when I watch crime shows, uh, they'll use them to go search. Like if someone's admitted that they've buried somebody somewhere. They'll use the drone to search over the area to look for the freshly dug up site. Look for the days. So um, the police officer said, no, call the, and I always mix them up, FAA, not the one for the radio. Do I have the letters wrong? FCC? FCC's radio, right? FAA? FCC is
3: radio, FAA is airplanes.
9: Yeah, so he said, "Call them." Well, so Pass the buck. I guess I should.
3: Yeah. Well. well, and can you hear them or are they, they make noise? No. No, not
9: yeah. a, not a sound. That's and funny. Actually, uh, the couple of weeks ago, one actually shone, shone? <laughs> a light down, yeah. and I could see it like on my. Giant evergreen tree out there, like it was really, you know, like a spotlight. Yeah, it was not a helicopter, I assure you.
3: Kid, hey, kid, tell us how do you avoid drones?
9: Um,
1: by smoking bones. Whoa, (laughs) hey,
3: interesting kid, always interesting. Okay, so wow, that's crazy, man. I mean, we see drones over, uh. Pi every once in a while. I've seen a few of them at night, and at first you look at them and you go, uh, "Hey, what is that?" You know, but but I can't believe that they would fly the amount of uh, the distance that we saw unless they were very high up and flying along the beach at night. Right
6: now, I mean, we have a local airport a few miles away,
3: and every
6: few weekends the uh, radio controlled jet people come in, and yeah, they've got nuts. ten to twenty thousand dollar. Planes, you should see these planes. Jet and, airplanes, oh. little you know, toy jets. Yeah, but they're the real big boy toys because they're, they're a ton of money. You know? And even those guys can't fly out of line of sight. They have to see them. Yeah. And if they lose them, like if one gets away from their radio uh-huh. control, yeah. they're programmed to start circling until, until in, they try to come game. back into range. If they, after a certain amount of time, if they can't do that, they're programmed to shut down the jet engine to help cool it off and, and let it come down and land wherever it is. Wow. And if it hits a house, <laughs> you, know, hits. you hope you hope the, the jet is cooled off enough it doesn't light the house on fire. This, uh, yeah,
3: these, yeah. Planes, no, these planes are He's seriously serious. large-sized jets. You know what I mean? It's like, what's the difference between them and, like, a cruise missile or a drone or something? But here's the really weird thing. What they do sometimes is this is the mystery airport we talk about sometimes. <clears throat> it'll, be, it'll be night, and they're flying down there, and they have uh, – Neon glow wings and stuff like that. Their outlines are in that, uh, you know, they used to have it in cars. What is it? Ne- neon uh, yeah, they have like like a- glow riders, you know, but on the planes. And, man, at night you look out and you see this thing flipping all over the place and you go, wow, what is that? And then when you realize it is, it's really kind of cool. But like you said, yep. the engines on those are.
6: the are real engines. They're, they're real, real jet engines. They're not, yeah. like, they don't hide the propeller. And when you hear them fire up from the side, like you know, they have uh, – you know, days when people come down and just hang out and watch these guys fly. Yeah, yeah. And when you hear them fire them up on the side of the runway, they're a real jet engine. And <laughs> they take off. The, I, I don't know what kind of speeds those things hit. I don't know. Some of them, but are. they're screaming like yeah. almost five hundred miles an hour. You running. could
3: almost film a movie and and think that they were a real jet. Sometimes you look and you yeah. go, oh wow, it's those guys again. But one guy has a seven forty seven.
6: Yeah, some of the four engine <laughs> huge freaking. And, and you got to rebuild those engines every so many hours of Absolutely, flight. Yeah, really. And again, you're talking a $10,000 airplane. Wow. So every time you fly it, the toys you got to be ready to lose $10,000. Because if you crash it,
3: uh-uh.
6: you, you go pick up the pieces. And if you're lucky, you didn't burn down a house or, or light a field on fire. <laughs> so you have to have liability insurance Wow, taking well. all the fun out of it.
3: Or
0: upset the piping plovers. Yeah, don't. don't. And these
5: are that'll, privately owned? that'll lock you
3: up. Yes, right yeah, yeah. And that use the museum uh, airport, probably twice a twice a month during the good weather, because uh, yeah. this is a real sleepy airport, very sleepy. But in fact, there's one plane that's still out there, and they've cut all the grass around it. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't cut underneath the plane, so it's like about two feet high now, because the plane hasn't moved in a while. But a lot, a lot of <laughs> a lot of planes there for. Uh, Labor Day, I noticed yeah. there was probably, you know, people flew in on their blinds. And
0: that's the place it's where a food the— food truck that's out there, too, that's pretty good. Yep.
6: Mm-hmm. And then one guy coming off the island uh, two weeks ago in a brand-new uh, Chevy Bronco— No, Ford Bronco.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: This guy s- was supposedly uh, under the influence, Bomb. and he missed the corner. Allegedly. And he hit a two-foot cement barrier, and somehow it got him airborne. And he hit the, yep, the hanger, qu- the, the metal Quonset hut. He hit it about 20 feet up in the air and put such a dent in it. Uh, only, he totaled the, the Bronco, yeah. but he put a dent in that building. It was the Only amazing. one one to remember this.
3: Remember, right at the curve, there's a I Quonset do. hut where yeah. it, it's a school. So anyway, so we were driving by it the other day. Uh, before all this, we knew this, Lois and I. And we go, whoa, there's like this big dent. And it almost looks like the imprint of an airplane. And I go, the airplane crashed into that thing? So then we find out the guy's coming around the curve. Missed the curve, hit a concrete barrier and went airborne like probably fifteen feet easily. easily yeah. and hit the side of the uh hanging then just, just down. Lucky him,
5: nothing yeah. happened to him, right?
6: But yeah, and he didn't go through it. That's the thing that yeah, yeah, yeah. kills I mean, people is like a normal house, he would have been in the bedroom. Everyone hitting houses these days. Yeah. Right? yeah. Cars right. going airborne. But this guy hit it yeah. and it kind of bounced him off. Had to be and, a- I mean it made a Big dent in that building. It's scary. Out. Had to be coming from the coma. Had to
3: be coming from the coma. No, <laughs> <he still> <laughs> oh, the Sunset Club. Well, more people. Go ahead, Sues. Is he still
9: alive?
3: No, he he walked away with. Yeah, he, he walked
6: away from it. He totaled a seventy thousand dollars car. Yeah, the car is a tough <laughs> shit. <shame. Yeah, yeah. laughs> and it was a brand new car. And I don't know what the laws are insurance wise. If they're, if they, I mean, they have to pay for what damage you did to the building. But yes. I don't know if they have to pay for his
0: car.
3: Uh, or, uh, if, not, he's not, if he's, if he's uh, convicted of uh, driving under the influence. Kid, what do you think? Convict him, put him in prison?
1: Um, I think driving under the influence is, it depends. Are you talking alcohol or like some sort of ghost type hang of on, influence? Hang on, hang on.
3: Listen, what size uh, dress do you have on tonight? Just tell us.
1: He has oh, okay. a point. <laughs> um, well, it's this extra small, so I can't stand up and show you the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Please. Oh, please. <laughs> we have a vote. We had
7: a really tiny mom. Oh, oh, oh,
4: oh, oh. It's oh. a show
1: on Lifetime Tiny Moms. <laughs> tiny
4: Moms. I, I used to watch that TV show, Tiny Moms. It's really. I heard nice. They're
7: turning it into a Hallmark Christmas movie.
3: Wow, Tiny Moms. <laughs> it's it's the funny. angle Double of the Double Mirror dangle. <laughs>
7: yeah, a Christmas story
3: Tiny Moms.
7: The totally real production agency.
3: <laughs> Wowie. I bought. Uh, wow, did I buy that hook? I, I bought fish. it too. I'll tell you because it, it wouldn't surprise you. me I if someone
7: believe you guys believe me. If
3: someone approached you for Hollywood, wow, there's an inner. You know.
7: Nobody would because ever approach me from Hollywood. They would take one look at me, hear what comes out of my mouth, and say, "Oh, she's mentally ill." No, no, that's not how they No, they like
0: that. It. Know. They'd you, love that. You're, 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 you're what they're looking for, man.
4: Yep. Yeah. I I knew Raven was lying when she said they didn't save Christmas.
7: <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. Hallmark would be like hard pass.
4: I know
3: someone who uh, is on the show frequently. No belly button man. Okay, he's a professional musician, great musician, so on and so forth. But he has a weakness, and it's watching the Hallmark Channel, especially at Christmas. And uh, they have Christmas in July. Apparently, they run a lot of their Christmas uh, movies, TV movies, in July, and and. You know, I just have this picture of him, you know, kind of, you know, dabbing his eyes or whatever, you know, he gets very sentimental. Anyway, talk about going away. I think it's time to wrap up the show. What do you say there, timekeeper? Right? Yeah. less? Um
6: We attend, uh, what do we got? Uh, 39, well, so we have I 29 more a minutes. Pupper, Go ahead.
7: Um, with Susan, our friend Susan K. Go ahead. Who is that?
3: Don't, don't. Is that a cat? Look at this little oh, dog. Is that a chihuahua? Okay. Oh, okay. Dogs are okay. No. Dogs are okay. Yes. We oh. should be at
6: We're somewhere around
3: 107.
9: Oh, my goodness. Okay. He's, he's
3: a rescue. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. He's so okay. handsome. He's a chihuahua, right? He's a big chihuahua. Yeah, but he's big.
0: Yeah. Right? Look at him.
4: <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> I love <laughs> you know, at, 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 at dogs. Dogs are when We left the book room. Alan and I had a double six probation. Discussion about our cats. Oh well, yes, we did. We're, we're running a out of time. We this. We're running we out of time, but I love this. Your hackles, can we take so, a snapshot. We, we, you know, we kept it uh, in low tones.
3: Switchy, can you take? Oh, Rami, can you take a uh, a group shot? Oh, hold him up. Hold oh, him. hold yeah.
9: him up. Yeah. Like what do uh,
6: you
5: call
3: that? He gets held up.
9: he And we he get, get. He
3: has
9: amazing balance.
3: I'll get in the picture.
6: All right.
9: yeah. Ready. Go. Everyone, smile. One, two, three.
3: Wow. Black Eyed Kid is licking, licking his lips. Yeah. Oh ni-
7: my God, that is the <laughs> cutest thing ever.
3: Black Eyed <laughs> Kid, that would be nice with a little uh, mayonnaise and so on. <laughs> they grill up real nice, is what I'm trying to say. Wow, anyway, well, how long have you had them for, Susan? I'm sorry.
9: So I got him in March this year. Uh, Mm. He was an elderly lady's dog, and she had no family, and we knew her. And um, we used to take him for a walk. Sometimes I'd go by her house and ask if I could take him to the park. And she made, made me promise that... If anything ever happened to her, and if she passed away, that I would take the dog. Oh wow! So it wouldn't go to the humane society, you yeah, know? Yes, yes, yes. And I said absolutely, and got the phone call in March, and drove down and got him. Wow! So, so he, was he, to
3: him. Mm. he was used. He was used to you yeah, anyway, he right? You. He was used to you in a way.
9: Yes, yeah. so he was familiar, but he's really come to into his own. He's changed so much since good. he's been here. Oh,
3: that's good. That's good. Yeah, dogs he's are.
9: A uh,
3: dogs have uh, real personalities. And cats do too, but I'm more of a dog person. Anyway. One
7: day we'll turn this into a cat podcast. No,
3: no, no. It's not going to happen. No. Right? no, No.
9: no. Anyway. I have 12. Cats? Correct.
3: And one dog?
9: I am a foster failure. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> not, uh-huh. You can't
5: give them, <laughs> them up, right? right wow.
9: Yeah, so uh, I have a Detached
3: garage that actually has a cat suite on it. And oh my god!
9: So the feral cats are out there, and oh, this is what's yeah, going to happen. It's going to turn into
3: a cat show. I know, yep. you know. Think a of cat house. house. <laughs> Thank you for know, joining us on PBS. It's cats for two hours. Wow! <laughs> huh? I, I, tonight we will visit a cat house in North Carolina. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah. And huh? you know them by name? Can you tell them apart? That they still yeah. that they all have that tood that all cats have? That, the tood?
9: Of course. Don't them. When they're ready for you, yep. they're coming there. Well, there's we a problem them there. Them.
3: There's a problem. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, like I Kid, you don't have any cats, do you? I mean, still alive?
1: Not as pets, no. Okay, <laughs> okay, well, okay well.
9: As snacks?
3: As an entree? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Wow, okay. So why don't we wrap this up? Okay, let's say uh, good night and thank you, Susan. Stay with us. We're going to say good night to you right now. Please, <laughs> won't have to be sweetened up. Thank you, Susan K. Okay. Super fan. Thank you. We'll see you soon. I hope up here that'll be fun, right?
9: I'm looking forward to it next year for sure.
3: Okay, that'll be fun. Um, let's see. We will go to uh, why don't we go to Black Eyed Kid. Black kid. How are you doing? Did you enjoy yourself tonight?
1: I had a really nice time tonight. Uh-huh. Okay. Thank you.
3: hmm Uh but we're getting tests. What about your footwear? Is what do you have a pair of pumps on or something?
1: Maybe.
3: Okay, wow. Maybe Good.
1: some stilettos. The
3: stilettos. Yeah. Uh oh. That's a that's a poor. Yeah. That brings up a uh, part of uh switchy's life he doesn't want to.
1: I hope there isn't a fire. That's I don't right. want to I've fall down the steps. <laughs>
3: Switchblade Steve Ward used to be known as stiletto Steve Ward, but he objected to <laughs> stiletto because he thought it meant a, uh, women's uh, high-heeled shoes. But in Boston, it means a jackknife. So we had a little communication gathering, and uh, now he's Switchblade, right,
4: Switch? It, it, it got straightened out. You, you were a c- compassionate man, Mac, and you uh, you fixed that. That was good. The Although, I, ironically, <laughs> uh, I'm not allowed to... U-sharp object. So, Switchblade is one of those so, ironic nicknames. That's cool.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, is after we get it all settled out, someone sent us a picture of uh, Tony the Tiger in high heels. Remember that? Because he lived near Battle Creek. Anyway. Uh, so, thank you, Switch. In the, uh, my pleasure. The cat crash.
4: We, uh, we can do the second part of that keel report uh, another time. Oh, I'm sorry, because we, we, <laughs> started,
3: we were talking about cats. You... You know, blame it on the cat. Well, always the cat's fault.
7: Always
3: the cat's fault. Al, thank you very much. Let's 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you're ready, Mac Okay. Raven, thank you very much for joining us, Raven. Thank you so much for having
7: okay, me. Okay,
3: we'll have a lonely Larry on next week, hopefully. Juan Juan, see you soon, Wani. Okay. Okay. We'll give you a report. That's report from the fort. Okay. Thank you, Susan, for joining us. We appreciate it. What's the dog's name?
9: So his name is Benton.
3: Benton. Okay. All right. Yeah, nice. Sounds like a butler's name.
9: A very distinguished yep. gentleman. I'm okay. um, not crazy about it, but that's what he came with. So. Okay. Benton.
3: We all came in our names. Um, so, um, Homes for our Troops. Homes for our Troops is an organization that raises money for our veterans who were wounded after uh, 9-11 and the Iraqi war, also the Afghan war. They built houses that are adapted to... Um, the wounds they came home with, usually a missing a limb or so on. They make these houses uh, more adaptable to them, meaning not a lot of stairs, a lot of wide doorways, lower shelves, space and stuff like that. And then when they uh, build these houses, and they're substantial houses, the one that just uh, built was four hundred eighty thousand dollars. And Massachusetts, Massachusetts, nice. oh my God, you know, uh, excuse me, but um, uh, very nice house. And when they're through with it, uh, they rip up the mortgage, give them the keys. It's their house for life. And uh, they can go back out into society and not have to worry about a mortgage hanging over their head every month. So uh, Homestart Troops, 90 cents on every dollar uh, goes to our veterans. Please Google them and see what they're about. And I think that is it. Um, We should say that we made some friends at the uh, Exeter UFO Festival. And we had some um, pictures taken with the fans. Um, Switchy, you remember that switch? Yeah, I absolutely do. Okay, so if those fans uh, are listening in, send us the pictures. Go to um, MacMaloney.com, dot com, press the contact button, and uh, send us the photo. And we should we could maybe be give him a prize. We'll see. We'll check with the boss. So I want to thank everyone. Have I thanked everyone on the? Uh, I think so. Thank yeah. you then. Okay. Well, thank thank everyone for listening. And uh, so this is Mac Maloney for the entire gang, saying be safe, be happy, and
2: bye bye. And now, please stay tuned for a bonus segment of Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show.
10: seen her face I pray she's doing fine I still recall Our sad last day How it hurt so bad to see her cry I didn't want to say goodbye and I didn't want to say goodbye. Touch me, stop me in my tracks Cross my heart, cause it's true gonna stand here, make my own decision. I'm gonna listen to the rhythm of my heart. Sometimes I'm nothing at